Welcome to the Leading Hope Podcast with Kevin Jack. Your influence will lead people somewhere, lead them towards hope. Everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count. Welcome to Leading Hope with Kevin Jack. I'm your host, VJ Williams, here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Man, we are excited to be here. And my friend and pastor said, we need to change up this uh, intro a little bit. So we're going to change it up right now and just say, welcome. We're so glad you're here, man. We hear so many stories of people, uh, how they're leading others well. And it's really cool. If I do that, I can't answer the questions. Uh, But here's what's cool. We want you to rate. Uh, this podcast. We want you to subscribe. We want you to review because that helps get it in the hands of so many more people just like you. And every week there's an opportunity to do that. And today we're live on YouTube and Facebook. So wherever you're watching, say hi, throw it in the chat right now. If you have a question, we want to address those at the end and that's going to be awesome. But today we are in episode 78. Oh, can we go back yeah. to 77 real quick? Yes, yeah, 77. Hey, go so ahead. we had a question uh, from Donna last week that was, as we were talking through, how do you actually actually do development, which is our current series focusing on a new development paradigm. The question was, how do I know that I it's development and not codependency? And we actually got a message from our good friend, Becky Brown, yeah, who is a counselor in Fantastic. And her statement was, we, our answer was, we don't know. <laughs> there it is. How about that? Becky said, when you are working harder at the other person's success than they are, it's codependency. Thank you, Becky, for yeah. that answer. That was very helpful. Yeah. So I just wanted to get that in. Go ahead. Finish Did your she thing. follow it up with something else? I feel like there was a different line that she put there. Uh, she said maybe a better way to say it is they yes. aren't exerting energy towards their own success. I like that one. To which I responded, thank you. We're amateur leaders, not psychologists. <laughs> <laughs> so. There you go. Welcome to Leading Hope. Uh, we are excited that you're joining us today, episode 78. Uh, we're continuing the series today, A New Development Paradigm, and you've entitled this, uh, what did you entitle it? <laughs> De- See? <laughs> development Markers. Development Markers. There it is. So what I want to jump into today, and we have kind of, this series was originally supposed to be four weeks, it's now six weeks in its current form, is I want to talk through how do you know that you're actually developing? So we have worked our way through to say, hey, development is not just about skill acquisition. It's about developing the individual. It's about their character. It's about who they are as a person. That is what it means to develop in the 21st century. We gave you a tool of showing, hey, it's usually shifts that we have to make, slow decisions to fast decisions. It's usually not a skill that's holding someone back. It's making those shifts they need to over time. Uh, Last week, we just dove in deep. We just said, this is exactly what development looks like, what those conversations need to take place. And so today, I want to give you, hey, here's some signs on whether or not development is taking place. So we've got two weeks left in this series we're intending right now. Uh, I want to talk through next week why you're not developing. And then the last week, I want to jump into how to develop yourself, how to create your own curriculum, what that actually looks like. But for today, here's the key idea, that the mark of development is movement. You know development is taking place if there is movement. What you are seeking to do when you're developing an individual is you're closing the gap from where they are to where they need to be. That is movement taking place. And when that growth, when that movement is happening within the individual, it will create ripple 
effects within the organization as a whole. So to say it like this, if you are not just developing an individual, but you have a development culture, what you will notice is movement is taking place all over the place. Like it's not just happening in one person, it's happening within the culture as a whole. And so there is like, there's a couple things I wanna note right at the beginning. I wanna give you some signs as to what that movement looks like, because there's some real telltale signs. But I, I wanna say it like this, like, hey, there is too much movement. And there is also not enough movement. And I'll show you exactly what that looks like. But sometimes people will share things like, oh, we've got this team in this exact same team. We've been together for 20 years, for 30 years. We're all in the same spot. We're all doing the exact same thing. And I'm like, that's actually not good. <laughs> that's the that's the opposite of what you're looking for. So the three types of movement that you are looking for to ensure that development is taking place. The first one is moving up. This is the most obvious, moving up. This could be someone is promoted into a new role, someone takes on additional responsibilities, or I think the most significant of all of these, obviously the promotion, you went, yeah, that's great, I helped develop you, you got a new, better job. That's obvious. But I think one of the most significant things on the moving up is they change how they do their current role and function. They empower other people underneath them because they have developed them. They see their role differently. And so that is, all of these things are moving up. I may be having, I may have a different job or I may be doing the same job, the same role in a different way. I'm elevating the work that I'm doing. I'm moving up is the first type of movement. If they're, I put as a note, if they're doing the same job in the same way with the same impact, development has not taken place. <laughs> something did not compute, something did not transmit. If they're doing the same job in the same way with the same impact, development hasn't taken place. So that's the first sign of movement, moving up. Second type of movement is moving around. They switch roles. They are in a new department, a new role, an, a new focus, something along that. See, one of the key pivotal things of development is helping someone acquire new skills and abilities, acquire new ways of doing things, but then also to unearth strengths that they didn't know were there. Like people don't necessarily always walk into a job or a role knowing exactly what they're good at. They need to try some stuff. And so part of that work of development, I wanna really emphasize this, Part of the work of development is having conversations around what they're inherently good at, what they're deeply passionate about, what they love over and over again, and what they see themselves doing. This is the work of development. And so part of that is giving people the freedom to move around, to try new things. This is true whether you have an organization with paid staff or you're a volunteer-driven organization. People should not be stuck in the same role forever because development isn't taking place. And so when you see people try new things, jump out into new roles, or maybe one of the things that Google does is they give their employees 20% of their time to work on different projects. That is their way of allowing people to move around while still staying in the same role. It lets them, hey, broaden their horizon, try new skills and abilities while still being within the job they are. So that is the second sign of development, that development's taking place, is you will see people move around. The third sign, move up, move, move around. around. 
and move out. Move out. <laughs> sound Be like, gone. Sound like Optimus Prime. <laughs> the, oh, jeez. <laughs> Transformers reference. The podcast has hit a new low point. <laughs> have that. Um, if the organization is being developed and elevating itself, no matter what it is, then those who aren't developing should be moved out. <laughs> and uh, that that could be their decision. That could be your decision. That could be obvious that it's not a cultural fit and they see, hey, I need to head a different direction. That could be you saying, hey, this is obvious that this isn't working. But to say there is a level of attrition, there is a level of turnover that must happen in a healthy organization. Here's here's just the reality. I would love it if every single person, uh, let me put it on myself first. I would love it if I was always, always, always self-motivated, learning at the highest level I could possibly could, a student, not a teacher at all times, and I'm growing exponentially. The reality is, is that's not the case. Sometimes I need someone to give me a kick in the seat of the pants and tell me to keep moving forward. Now, that's not most of the time, but the reality is some of the time that's the case. We are not always open to being developed. We are not always open to growing within the responsibilities of the role that we have. We're not always open. And when that is the case, it doesn't matter how good of a leader, manager, boss, motivational speaker, whatever it is, you will come across people who just aren't open. That is their choice. You cannot take that free will from them. That is their responsibility to choose. And yet, when they choose, to stay stuck, it is now your responsibility to make sure that they don't stay there. And that's either to motivate them up, to move them around, or to move them out. And I think this is such an important thing that I, I want to just harp on this for a second because this is the part that people people don't love. But what I'll hear some people say, and I'll hear this in churches a fair amount, yep. is they will praise the longevity of their team. Yep. And I go, listen, if everyone on your team is going to a new role within 12 months, that's that's a lack of health. Like that's not a good sign when there is that high of a turnover rate. Yeah. But when there is no turnover rate, that's also a sign of a lack of health. It means your culture, like you care about each other, you're good, but you're not pushing anyone anymore. Okay, no one is making paradigm shifts. No one is making big leaps in their abilities because we're not always wanting to do that at every moment. And so there is the key to knowing if development is taking place is things are changing, things are shifting, there is movement. Now, I can't define clearly for you what is the pace of movement that should be taking place. It depends on the season that you're in. It depends on the field that you're in. Like, it has so many different factors. But to say, if there is no movement, there's a lack of development, there's a lack of growth. If there is catastrophic amounts of movement that are creating chaos, there's it's also not healthy either. And so what you're looking for as a leader is you're going, hey, are things changing? <laughs> Is the one of my favorite quotes is when the when the pace of change outside the organization exceeds the pace of change inside the organization, the end is near. So you're going, things better be changing. Things better be moving in some way. And so you're looking at what you have and you're going, hey, what's changing? Is it good? Is it bad? Uh, this person's no longer on the team. Is that a good thing? 
Or is that a bad thing? This person wants to try this new position. That feels like a good thing. This person wants to do this at a different level. They want to take on more responsibility. They want to empower this other person. That feels like a good thing. And movement is the mark that development has taken place. If everything is the same, development has not taken place. It may be your responsibility. It may be theirs. That's for you to figure out. But that is the mark that development has taken place. V, what you got? <laughs> what do I got? I got? What you got? I got pages of notes. Pages. Pages of questions. You ready for this? I'm ready. Oh. Let's go. Uh, and just to be clear, you just wrote this. How long no, ago? don't tell anyone. Say I've been up all night all working night. on this. All night. Well, you did. No, but you were listening because you had something else written. Yeah, I did. And you decided that this wasn't the next step in the leadership paradigm that we needed to address because you asked questions, which we talked about oh, last week. <laughs> and you decided you're going to change it for today, which is a, a, a big note, which does mean we're listening yeah. to what we hear from people and then addressing it in the moment, not waiting for another month to come. I became big aware deal. of some issues from our team in which they were struggling yeah. with and said, you know what? This is the perfect time to address Absolutely, it. Absolutely, 100%. And yeah. so here's here's a really cool thing. You talked about longevity at the end. I'm going to address that first, then we'll go back to the very beginning. Cool. Uh, the longevity of, hey, you know, I've been around this church. I've been doing the same thing for the same time, you know, all that stuff and all that, you know, whether you're there. But I, I, I have this written here, and I want you to talk more about it. Uh, and this could be wrong, so tear go. it apart. As a leader, the best way to serve your organization is to create the role that nobody else can do and lead it. I'd agree entirely. Which I don't see uh, a lot of organizations doing. They're saying, hey, I am this. Oh, it's this so This is what I am. <laughs> this is all I can be. This is what yeah. I've been. This is my gifting. And so this is what I always do. And I won't do the other things that I see my organization needing. I will say, someone else needs to go find that. I know it's a problem, yeah. but someone else needs to go lead that ministry or lead that position. Talk about that. Yeah. So it's a, it's a dual thing we talk about. Like there's a dichotomy there. Yeah. And you're saying the greatest impact I make will be in my area of strengths. Sure. That's true. Absolutely. Uh, but especially when you're the senior leader, or I, I want to say, I want to say partially when you're the senior leader, but I also want to rephrase it and say, if you're just a good leader, yeah, like good leaders understand that they become what the situation demands. Yeah. They have to become, and whether that's you go, I'm terrible at this, so I need to raise someone up. I need to go recruit someone right. who can do this. Yes, it is. They they solve problems. They never walk in and say, "This is who I am," and so this is what I'm going to do. They, I I'll laugh at this, and I've told this story a couple of times, like back and forth with us. Is to say, uh, when I interviewed to be the pastor at this church, I thought for sure there was no chance I would get a second interview. Because they kept asking me questions. I'm like, well, how do you do this? How do you do this? And my response to every answer was, I don't know. I don't know your people. I don't know your community. I will have to figure that out. Yeah. But it was like this desire to go, all right, tell me what's the plan. I'm going, I don't know what the plan is. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what your gifting is. I don't know what your ability is. We'll figure that out. Yep. That's good. Uh, and then the other thing, uh, so at the beginning, uh, you said uh, the mark of development is movement movement so uh finish this statement you ready oh this is gonna be this is a whole new level of questions yes it is finish this statement uh unmeasured movement is oh unmeasured movement is uh makes you live off emotion oh yeah Ooh, that's pretty good that's a little convicting right there yeah so you know yeah because we don't always do a great job uh within leadership of measuring movement yeah we do a good job of bringing people in but not within leadership itself yeah but it gives you that sense at the end where you're just going i think things are good yeah this 
This feels good. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Unmeasured movement is... Makes you lead off emotion. That's great. Good. Not reality. That's great. Um, the other thing that I have here, uh, you said uh, freedom to move around. Or Actually, I wrote this. So freedom uh, to move around is such a great yet tricky strategy. <laughs> Talk about it. Yeah. So, uh, hey, I want to empower people to do whatever they want to do uh, as long as it leads towards vision. Yep. But they might think it's leading someone in a direction that we want to go as an organization, but it's really not. Talk about the rerouting of that and, and the trickiness of, of doing exactly what you said, uh, which is giving them freedom to move around, but making sure it stays within the confines of where the whole organization yeah, is Yeah, so how moving. do you do that? Yeah. How do you keep them moving the right direction? Right, while giving them all the freedom to do it. Yeah. Um, I am clear on outcomes, not clear on process. Part of that's how my how my brain functions. Right. Part of that is also training your brain to function that way. Yeah. It must result in this. And yeah. so one of the conversations that we have that honestly was also me training our team yeah. to say, if you don't know what I want it to look like, you need to ask me yeah. Yeah. what I want it to look like. Yeah. And if I don't have an answer, that's yours to fill in. Yeah. But Oh, it is. And it say that, and this was a hard thing for people to understand because they're like, well, it's not clear. It's the leader's job. If it's not clear, it's your job to figure out what it is. Right. That's just the reality of it. So yes. I want to be clear as much as I can on the front end, but I don't know the answer to every question. Right. And so to go, if you think, praise God, <laughs> if you think that you already know what I want it to look like, but you don't, yeah. and you spend the next three weeks and you make it look like the opposite of what I want it to look like. Yeah. That's your fault. Yep. You wasted three weeks there. And here's the tension for, I think, most of us at the end of the day is we say we want freedom to move around, which is, is absolutely 100%. But the people that, uh, you know, will say we'll give away the keys, which we should do, but they will uh, use what they believe yep. is the best way for the outcome without actually have ever trying it and believing it's the right way. Yeah. That's good. Which is not something that we should do. We should... We should put it out there and try it, but realizing that it's not, it hasn't been tested, so there's no yeah. data on it. We, we have this uh, interesting thing that is, this is just kind of unpacking our current culture right now. I know many people from our church who are part of our Hope team are listening, and also those who aren't right now, is uh, one of our values here within our teams and how we function is we give the keys away, which is just our statement for empowerment. Yep. We don't just give tasks, we give responsibilities. We toss people the keys and say, run with it. But what we're finding more and more is that there are times in which uh, leaders are saying they gave the keys away, but they didn't equip, train, they just empowered. Yes. And to say to do that, to throw someone, the to toss someone the keys without clearly painting what the bullseye is, where they're supposed to take this thing is unhelpful at best, catastrophic <laughs> far more often. Yeah. And so that's part of the reason for this entire series on development is to say, hey, we have to get better at equipping and clarifying and aligning and then empowerment can do its work. That's great. Uh, I've got one real quick question, um, and this might be easy, easy for you. It may not be. Um, but if you're a leader out there, what, what do you do to identify if someone isn't ready to be developed? Oh, if someone isn't ready to be yeah. developed? Oh, yeah. it's two simple things. Yeah. One, uh, feedback is pushback. Okay. So, go like... 
If I'm giving you feedback, yep. whether you disagree with it or not, you should be excited about getting feedback. Okay. If you're not ready to be developed, you're going to push back every time that's there's great. feedback. And that's so great. that's a first warning side. The other side is just, and we've talked about this in some of the episodes past, like you toss someone responsibility and they're resistant. Yeah. If I give you responsibility, you like... I remember in my younger days, I was pumped. Yeah. Give me stuff outside my job area. <laughs> yeah. I want to do something. Yeah. I want it to matter. Yeah. And so to go, if you're pushing back on both of those, you're yeah. not ready. Gotcha. It's not working. That's great. Let's uh, wrap up episode 78, development markers. So here's here's one thing that like we didn't cover within this, but I think it's an important thing. I never wanted a great leader to get stuck behind a leader who'd been there longer. Mm. I never wanted someone who had so much potential and excitement and ability to get stuck behind someone just because they had more longevity than them. And so this is this is the thing like to go, you're thwarting someone's future if that takes place. You're paralyzing someone for in their potential if that takes place. And so what you should see when you look at whether it's your team, your church, your organization, organization, whatever, you should see movement taking place. We're doing new things that seem good. People may be moving out who weren't aligned on there. And when that movement is taking place, you go, yes, there is development. When there's not, development hasn't taken place and you need to figure that out. That's awesome. And that's where we'll leave it. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, it mean the world to us if you did that now. Also post about it, rate and review or both. You won't believe how that helps. Get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. We love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online and send that to us. We'd love to hear from you. And remember, everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count.